This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Signups to Elon Musk's flagship premium subscription service Twitter Blue were put on hold just days into its launch after its blue tick feature. Uh, was abused by impersonators on the platform since uh, Mr. Musk's $44 billion buyout of the social media company two weeks ago. The billionaire entrepreneur had ordered Twitter staff to work around the clock to roll out a new version of Twitter Blue for $7.99, which would allow users to pay to have the blue tick symbol on their account, which is only available to verified companies and politicians, celebrities, and journalists uh, prior to that. Now, after launching the service uh, on Wednesday, the platform became flooded by accounts attempting to impersonate well-known brands uh, and, and figures. Uh, we've also learned yesterday Mr. Musk uh, uh, had a all-hands-on-deck meeting with its engineering staff at Twitter, and he added that bankruptcy was not out of the question. This is a man who bought this company, or at least took control of this company just two weeks ago. Joining me now to talk a little bit about Twitter is Andy Barrar, tech and digital lifestyle expert for HandyAndyMedia.com. Hello, Andy. Hi, Jazz. I thought we would only meet once a week for uh, Elon, but uh, I think we should make this a regular segment at least twice a week. So uh, maybe we should touch a little bit on the uh, fake accounts just for a second. looks like there was a pharmaceutical company, Eli Lilly, that uh, I believe somebody uh, faked an account there. And that actually impacted their, um, I guess, uh, the value of the company when it comes to the stock market. For $8, an imposter has really hampered Eli Lilly by... So basically what happened was an imposter made a tweet that from Eli Lilly saying that insulin is now free. Everybody started liking, retweeting, and commenting on that, that tweet. The actual verified Eli Lilly com- um, Twitter handle had to come out and say that was actually um, not us. Somebody else is impersonating us. But it actually opened up a whole floodgate of a conversation of whether insulin should be free. Bernie Sanders even tweeted to Eli Lilly. Elon Musk replied back to that. And the stock price has dropped. So for $8, this imposter <laughs> has caused havoc on something Jazz we could have all predicted when he rolled out this uh, verification subscription service. You know, for $8, all of these trolls and imposters are just having a field day on Twitter. It's just like you can't keep up with all the new imposter verified accounts that are out there right now. Yeah, I mean, it, when, when Eli Lilly, obviously a pharmaceutical company, and, and as you said, uh, this imposter basically said, you know, free insulin or whatever it was. And it was, they've lost nearly $20 billion in market cap. cap. That's like massive. For eight dollars, that's that's just it's, unbelievable. Not only that, Lockheed Martin, the um, they they make obviously weapons and stuff. Yeah. Somebody created a fake account for them, and their handle instead of Lockheed Martin, it was Lockheed Martini. But it looked <laughs> real enough, and they put out that they were going to suspend sales of of weapons to Saudi Arabia unless they fixed the human rights um you know violations. And so again. People were, were tweeting that, liking it, not realizing that was an imposter account. And they have a really bad look right now. So it's, there's just so many. Doug Ford has a, a, a parody account that's trending on Twitter as we speak. So 
Elon, this there's no wonder that he suspended this and stopped from people from creating this. So if you do have a subscription service, you're still you still have it, but they're going through and trying to wipe out all of these uh, impersonating accounts. And then he's again gonna try to convince advertisers. Like, what kind of advertiser jazz? Do you want your ad there with these imposter accounts underneath it? So he's got himself into a big. Yeah, big, big trouble, and I don't know how he's going to get himself out of this hole that he's dug in. Yeah, I mean, you've got lots of uh, well-known companies that are pausing their spending on Twitter. You got General Motors, Carlsberg, General Mills, many other companies uh, as well. I mean, his conversation—this uh, is a private conversation with staff, but obviously it's leaked to major news organizations—that that the company still uh, had a net negative cash flow of several billion dollars. And that bankruptcy was not out of the question. How does that happen just two weeks into purchasing uh, a company? It's because of the advertisers. 90% of the revenue on Twitter was coming through ads. And suddenly he just wants to just rip that carpet underneath and say, oh, we're going to go through a subscription service and we're going to roll it out in a week. Their chief um, compliance officer resigned. So now the engineers who are actually creating this new subscription service have to ensure that it meets the compliance for the FTC, FTC, which has also already said that they're looking closely at Twitter because of previous violations. So I, I'm not surprised that they had to suspend this subscription service. It's just how is he going to get himself out of this? And he actually spent the entire night yesterday at Twitter headquarters. And he has this um, – he, he does this. He did this at uh, Tesla as well where he would sleep under his desk. And all the engineers, as you get to the production line, you have to walk by him sleeping under his desk. That's a way that he tries to motivate him, people to, to join his, his cause and, you know, his goals. But, I, you know, Twitter's a different company. But he's trying to create that culture that he has at Tesla and SpaceX. And he's trying to bring that in Twitter. And he's trying to do this, like, in a week, which is not really working well. Well, I, I understand the tech mantra of move quickly and break things. But we're not talking about a brand new company. We're not even talking about Tesla when he was starting. And I mean, maybe sleeping under your desk is endearing and inspires people when you're at a startup. But Twitter is not a startup. And it's too enmeshed in our culture, particularly among journalists and, and celebrities and those who are really hyper-engaged with current affairs. Uh, but to come in now, overpay for something, and someone said by $20 billion, thinks he's going to break things, and so magically a certain percentage of those folks are going to start paying for subscription services. I mean, I've been hearing such things as he wants to start a payment model. So, you you know, whatever payments you have, you go through Twitter and they take a 1% or 2% slice as a service charge, and that's where the dollars are going to come from. Is that, you think, perhaps his ultimate goal is to become a pseudo-payment system? I, I do think so. He's he's talked about this a lot uh, to internally to people, and he thought that Twitter would be that vehicle because they have so much, you know, so many people are addicted to Twitter. We use it all the time to talk, and and he thought that that by making a subscription model, and then from there he could get micro payments and and really make Twitter that place where you could do your shopping and, and, and get all your information, pretty much a one stop shop, a, a super app, if you will, and. It's not going very well right now, but he's the type, you know, he's an engineer. So he's rolling up his sleeves. He's trying to make this work, but you need a team. You cannot run a social media company by yourself. And, you know, Jazz, I was thinking this morning, like Hollywood could not write a script like this. A billionaire buys a social media company and then it just becomes a dumpster fire overnight. And 
I'm just wondering how he's going to get himself out of this because if he loses like the famous people, the celebrities, the the journalists, if they if they lose that check mark, which he says he wants to remove and wants people to pay for, if he loses that, they might leave Twitter altogether because there's just so many imposter accounts there. I, I just don't see how he can get himself out of this hole. It's it's quite remarkable. Well, it's it's scary. It's amazing what ego and hubris will will get you. And and, and you listen to him the last couple of weeks. I just I personally just see an incredibly inept, smart man. He's just overreached, and it shows. And now he's trying to break things and move quickly. And uh, it's not the type of company that you can move quickly, but it's so ingrained into the culture. So uh, this is only week two. I can only imagine what next week will bring. So I promise you, we will be calling Andy. <laughs> to check up with you then thanks so much my friend my pleasure i think i might have to start a podcast just on this alone and <laughs> yeah. end the podcast when when twitter ends yeah. uh it's just amazing yeah you should just have a picture of him with that head of lettuce and see which one lasts longer you know what the exactly. yes. <laughs> the things are good andy thank you so much thanks jess